We used to have, remember, we used to have that on the air sign. I might have that. We no, did. I think I chucked you it. Have that? Okay. I'm pretty sure I chucked it in the uh, in the did. midst the pandemic. Uh, throw everything away in my house. Yeah, that's uh, good. I need to do more thing. of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, dropped off a bag of uh, tax returns. Mine going back to 1988. I uh, thought, you know, and there was a shredathon by you know the oh, alderman. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, drive through. Hand him the bag. Thank you very much. Go out the other way. That's terrific. Oh, it's fantastic. My, uh, the bank or the credit union, I guess, that I uh, use. Yeah. They do this. Well, they didn't do it this summer, but in the right. past, I've gone, they do a um, uh, a, shred of, a shredding day and they grill yeah. hamburgers and stuff. Nice. That's what, yeah, exactly. Banks do it. I remember going last year, like my dad's bank in Winnetka. Yeah. And like walked up, you know, with the two shopping bags. And the guy comes running out to me. We'll take those for you, sir. And I was like, oh, I'm not in the 31st ward right now. No, I was going to say like, yeah, that's, that's why you need a bank in Winnetka, right? <laughs> exactly. Hello, idea. and welcome to Nick and Doug's Sound Explosion, a pure podcast for now people. Today is October 24th, 2020. And this is episode number... Uh, this might be 25, right? 25. We're a quarter of our way to, you know, where we silver, make the real big uh, episode or something like that. Is it so? Is silver I don't know. gold? I don't have no idea. It's not platinum. Nah, you know what? If you ask this, they're all platinum. Amen. <laughs> Up of the charts, baby. <laughs> this is the podcast where Nick and I, yes, that means I'm Doug, talk about the issues. And when I say the issues, I, of course, mean. Probably the topics, right? Yeah, spot on. You've been listening. I like okay. it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I did the yes. homework. I came to rehearsal. <laughs> As always, we like to start things off with the Columbia University in the city of New York sports update. By the way, yeah. I love the new mix of the theme song for this. Oh, good. It's been that just, you really like the production yeah. talent. Yeah. It's way up there. Um, still nothing. We're in the midst of a pandemic, just in case you didn't know. So but again, no sports. No, but wait. But let's, yeah, no, there's no. I mean, not, in general, there's college football right now. No, there isn't. There's no Ivy League football, so there's no college football. This is glorified high school football. So they they canceled their whole league, but other leagues yes. or whatever. Well, the Big Ten canceled there. it as well, but then they realize, oh, we could be losing money, so now they're back in playing football. They started last night. Right. Okay. Your Big Ten. Your line. I got crushed. By the way, I believe they still have a team. Well, that's debatable. Yeah. Uh, so let's look back at great moments in Columbia University sports history, which, by the way, I was originally opposed to doing this, but now I love it. Why were you opposed to it? Because it was one of those things like, you know, like, let's show the 1974 All-Star game. Well, why would I be opposed to that? I love the 1974 All-Star game. I miss the rainouts or rain delays on Cubs game. They used to show that stuff. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, here's those are the those are the things. Uh, under the category of great football wins, a very a very a very small book. The nineteen forty seven upset over. Do you want to take a guess? Rutgers Army is Rutgers Colum Ivy League school. Where's Rutgers? No, New Jersey. It's actually a Big Ten school now for some bizarre reason. Yeah, they were the bizarre. answer to a previous. I think was Columbia what was the second football game ever played was Columbia Rutgers college okay. football game something like that. Okay. I'll go back and listen. Uh, Columbia rallied from behind to upset heavily favored and number six ranked Army twenty one to twenty. The victory ending Army's thirty two game unbeaten streak. Wow! This happened. Wait a second. It's October twenty fifth, nineteen forty seven. Oh, the anniversary is tomorrow. Yeah, the old seventy uh, third anniversary. 73rd anniversary. Uh, I think that's the uh, balsa anniversary or the. Um, I think and duct tape. Yeah. Uh, before a crowd of thirty five thousand packed into Bakerfield's thirty two thousand seat wooden stadium. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. I was in. I've talked about this before. I, when I was at college there, it was the very last year yeah. of Bakerfield. The last wood stands or wood stadium still in use, three-quarters of it was condemned. Like you could, I was like literally crumbling, and there was one area you could sit on the wood, uh, yeah. like bleacher seats. It's probably a lot of hats and ties at that game. Oh, I would imagine. Oh, absolutely. Uh, among the journalists covering that day, Red Smith. 
oh. who's a, a New York writer, also the Herald Tribune, New York Herald Tribune. Uh, one of my favorite quotes, he would order a gin and tonic, hold the fruit. Red, he died of scurvy. Actually, yeah. that's not true. But I just like to throw <laughs> that part in there. That's uh, good. Uh, the 1947 cadets, the Army cadets, had not allowed a point all season, outscoring their four opponents 93 to nothing. Wow. And then, so here's... By uh, Columbia. By Columbia. Here's the, uh, the writer Stanley Woodward. This is my favorite sentence that he wrote in the, uh, the review or the, the reporting of the game. The first time Army got the ball, it smashed to a touchdown in nine plays from its own 46 with Rip Rowan galloping 24 yards in one piece and Arnold Galifa, the new T quarterback, firing a rocket pass and ultimately sneaking over. The rocket pass. The rocket is all you need to know. Galloping in one piece. It's great. Well, I think what else I have a red, uh, what do we got here? Another red smith. Uh, uh, here, the legend of Army's invincibility was concluded at 4.16 p.m. when Kusaro tunneled through left tackle and Venton Yamblonski converted the extra point that won for the Lions 21-20. Kusaro was scraped off the turf by Swiaki, the brawny Columbia end, whose prehensile paws had made all the Lions scoring possible. Swiaki's mitts, which have a reach of approximately 12 feet in all directions, had sucked in Gene Rossity's forward passes like a vacuum sweeper. Wow. They don't write sports like that anymore. I'm just saying. No, that is some... That, that's great. I mean, and, and you read like the old sports writing, like Ring Lardner, uh, Red Smith and those guys, and it is just tremendous prose and they were typing that as the game was going on in right. the press box. Literally typing it. Yeah. Typewriter. In the press box at Baker Field. It's great. Yeah. Love it. There we go. And uh, you know what this means? What does it mean? We follow that with the Jewish joke of the show uh, punchline only. This is the best. You ready? Yes. I think after we have 25 of these, right? I think it's time for the comp the, the yes. compilation. Uh, I should put uh, that podcast. on my to do list. I'm gonna yeah. Make a note while we're talking, I'm going to actually yeah. make a note. Well, I don't want if you want to if you can. I don't want to wait. I want you to hear the punchline. I know. Yeah. You okay. Hang on. So give me one second. Yeah. No problem. We'll take your time. Uh, uh, compilation. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other Columbia. Then when okay. I was there, they they built they got enough. They built Ween Stadium named after Larry Ween. Uh, but they could only had enough money to build like two-thirds of it. So it was like this semicircle. And then, but it was great because then the view across the field was of the Harlem River. Hmm. It was actually very picturesque. Okay. I don't know if they have finished it since then. I haven't been back. All right. Uh, All right. Okay. Let's, you ready? Let's commence with the punchline. Punchline only. The old Jew said, that's what they call it now. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. That's I all like you need. It. All right. So you ready for a tie? I got a couple topics today. All right. I got one for you right. too. Let's go. Ooh. All Let's right. The first here. one, which is a, t- a typical podcast kind of uh, uh, thing and something that has taken on much more, I think lately, at least I've noticed it, but maybe not, uh, lists. And discussion lists. of lists, lists, L-I-S-T-S. Yeah. Okay. So you mean like lists of things, I listicles, I believe they're called on the internet machine. And lists okay. of stuff. Yes. Uh, but this one, it, it's the Rolling Stone magazine, which yes, is actually still in production. Oh, I see. Like, you know, 10 best meows. Yes. Or like top. Yeah. Okay. Yes. This is not the list of to-do lists that you right. have uh, to do. Uh, they just came out again with the 500 greatest albums of all time. Great. I mean, yes. this genius. This is like, um, like when you have this, the charcoal briquettes pre-soaked in lighter fluid. I mean, that's what these things are. Right? Oh, totally. It's start totally it. just to start exactly to start the discussion and for old guys like myself to go that that's insane. 
right. that that record is. Sure. Uh, you know, but I have to take issue with numbers one, two, and three. On the on this is on the five hundred best of all time. Yeah. Also five hundred. Five hundred. I have advice for them: cut it in half, <laughs> then cut it in half again. It. Uh, I look. I have an IRA. I have some, you know, savings. I have a, a, a you know, townhome. I will give them all to you if you guess numbers one, two, and three. Wow. Um, I'm going to just take a guess. I'm trying to now, I'm not, these are not my picks, but this is what I'm going to like it's, throw out. For oh, absolutely. These are not my anywhere close to my picks. Yes. Nirvana, never mind. Go ahead. Keep going. Is that one, two, or three? I don't know which one it is. I'm not putting it okay. in order yet. All right. Um, fair enough. That's one. Um, boy, hang on. I'm trying to like uh, sure. something by Fleetwood Mac. That's going to be one of the other guesses. Okay. And then a the third guess is going to be. Um, uh, a Bruce Springsteen record, The River, or some shit. Um, wow, you How'd now own a brand new townhouse. How'd as I do? Well, as an IRA and yeah, uh, some okay. savings. You actually did shockingly well. So, Nevermind is number six. I knew that would be up there. Rumors is number seven. Okay. And let's go. Springsteen, I think. Uh, I know Born to Run, twenty-one. Oh, that's the highest he got. Interesting. Yeah, I would think that Rolling Stone would be like, okay, so let's hear what their three. No, they did. They interviewed. These are all the picks from all sorts of artists, record sure. people, blah 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 blah. Bunch of uh, number. Do you want three, two, one, or one, two, and three? Uh, how about one, two, and three? Number one, what's going on, Marvin Gaye? The greatest rock album of all time. Okay. Keep greatest going. album of all time. I mean, you know, it's a little, that's a little of the moment. Yeah. I believe. Sure. Number two, Pet Sounds, The Beach Boys. Oh, sure. That's a, that I should have guessed. That, that, that I, actually makes sense that someone would think that. Yes. I did a podcast uh, with a, a music writer. I don't know, about four or five years ago. Um, it was a great uh, podcast. It was the best album you've never heard. Okay. And mine was Pet Sounds. And you'd sit and talk about it, and then he'd play it, and then you'd discuss it. Um, and, and I said, because it's always listed like the best, you right. know, one of the two or three best albums of all time. Uh, that album blows. Yeah, unlistenable. Unlistenable. There's like the one or two songs, like I kind of like, nowhere near the best. Beach Boy songs, and I'm not a huge Beach Boys fan, but Me if neither. Good Vibrations isn't on it, then why, how could that be the best album? Right, exactly. Yes. Uh, and number three, Blue by, do you even know? Joni Mitchell. Nice. I was going to think, I was thinking that they would probably include right near the top, like something like that, like a fucking Jackson Brown or James Taylor, <laughs> like one of those things. Precisely. Or Petty or whatever, but I couldn't figure out yeah. who it would be, so it's... Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, uh, yes, of course, it's a it's a ridiculous exercise. Right. And listen, and those it. are ridi suitably ridiculous choices. I mean, you know, for me, well, just let's take the first. You know, let's take all the Beatles albums because right. that'll be one through ten, right? Or however many there are, and then we can listen. We can list everybody else, right? No, it's how not. things aren't right by Wesmoneries is not in the top ten. I'll never know. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, and albums like, and then, then it, then it becomes, then it's songs in the key of life, Abbey Road, Nevermind, Rumors, Purple Rain, Blood on the Tracks. Okay. Some of those, like it's, it, that's an argument to be made. Some Certainly of them, there's top an 10. Made. Yeah. And then number 10 is the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Right. 10. Great. Great. Yeah. Ten, try 10,000. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, let me just flip quickly. Let's go to like number uh, 210. Hang on here because I like to see. Uh, is that really 200 better than The Birth of Soul by Ray Charles? Right. Eh, I know, eh, right? Not so sure. 
Yeah. I know. By the way, it's 180 spots ahead of Tommy. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and clearly, so I'm guessing that neither Elvis nor little Richard made it above Lauren Hill. No, no. Not even close. Right. So Lauren yeah. Hill's album. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. Out from Elvis in Memphis, right? Somewhere below. Right. Far below. Lauren Hill's album. Yeah. And any collection of Little Richard below. Yes. Lauren Hill's album. <laughs> and any Sam Cooke record. Yeah. Below. Well, where? Okay. Lauren Hill's <laughs> album <laughs> is here. Yeah. And any U2 record is below. Yeah. And significantly below. Right. Yeah. I mean, things like, is it really? A, I mean, let's say 30 years from now, is that going to be listened to? And Astral Weeks is not? I have news for you. Is it being listened to now? Now. Exactly. Right? Granted, look, we're not, I fully admit we're not the audience. Of course. Not. For this of course, record. Of course, of course not. not. But of course there's not. a lot of Kanye on there. There's a lot of things like D'Angelo. Sure. Um, artists that are not who I listen to. You know, London Calling, I think, is in top. 20 uh and i and 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 trust me fully admit not the audience for this stuff but of course the miseducation but of lauren hill over a collective list not just one person's list but an aggregate list yes that has lauren hill above lauren hill in greatest <laughs> ro- albums of all time of rock pop music right Number above 10. above the who Hold on, it's you 113 too? spots of head ahead of Led Zeppelin 2. I was going to say Zeppelin 2, yeah. right? Yeah. Zeppelin. Led right. Zeppelin 2. Like, hey, what do you think has been a profound record in <laughs> yeah, in rock music? Oh, it's for sure The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. 41 spots ahead of The Great 28 by Chuck Berry. Right. I mean, Chuck Berry like, yeah. dude is like the guy. Like, he's one of the, like the right. three guys that made rock and roll, that made rock guitar. Right. 19 spots ahead of the White Album. Right. Oh, yeah. It's a crazy... Uh, your take on Radiohead. Because they're like a critic. They're like a darling in this, too. They have a top 20. And I, I, like I get it. Kind of like I get what they're doing. I liked their second record, The Bends, the best. Okay. I've, everybody's like, you know... Kid A like, is okay. Computer is Kid A, yeah, those, Kid are, A, yeah. those are lesser records to me than yeah. the Benz. And then I get the like blipping and blooping in the experiment on their whole. They create kind of like really, they, you know, they went out on a limb a little bit and people went with them and stuff like that. But I don't actually right. want to listen to most of that stuff. Like, it's not actually. Yeah. It's not actually. It's like um, there's a lot of well, a lot of art, not just music, but other kinds of art too that are. Like I understand intellectually why that's quote unquote interesting or why that like conceptually that's a thing, but I don't right. actually want to look at it or I don't actually want to listen to it and stuff. Right. I want to listen to the stuff I want to listen to. So to me, it's like, yeah, they're fine. They're not geniuses. They're not whatever. They, right. were, they were willing to experiment to be like a little out there. Um, but it, it, the music, I don't think got better. That's just for me. That's a band that I, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I don't just don't. It doesn't. I think if you listen to the uh, you know. OK Computers where it started to to drift for me, there's a couple okay. of good songs on there, but I think the the previous record, The Bends, is like, those are songs. Those are like good songs. Right. The other things are like sound experiments, and that's interesting and nice, but like not as compelling to me. Right. I mean, it's sort of like, you know, like I love reading like the top 10 movie lists, like especially in the New York Times where, you know, it's some obscure, sure. you know, Afghanistan documentary, right? you know, about blah, blah, blah. And I'm always like, nowhere is, is Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> right. Which I don't love, but it's like, okay, you're on a desert island. You get one movie. You're not picking that. No. To watch over and over. And there's something to be said right. for that. That's right. Yeah, and That's same right. with like the records. But it is it's just fascinating. I mean, look, you know, there there it's it's clickbait obviously and it's an easy way to And some of the, some of it what I actually liked about the article is some of the stories about the records. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of thing which which I always uh which I enjoy about the making of and how it was received at the time and yeah. where the you know, the artist was at that time. Kind of interesting, but it is uh 
it, it's interesting. And then they do, they think the last time they did this was 2003. So it's sort of interesting as the experiment to see, you know, that Sergeant Peppers went from number one, which it had been number one for the previous sure. couple of times to like 25. Yeah. Although like, that, no. that's valid. That's not even the, that's not even in the top three Beatles albums. I with you on that. I mean, I get it at the time and stuff, but if I'm picking an, a Beatles album to listen to, right. doesn't make the top three. Right. Yeah. I'm, I, I agree that I will agree with. I think that's one of those ones that li- you know, lived on reputation. Yeah. People say you have to like that. I think that's the same right. with pet sounds. Like you have to say, well, see, but it hasn't happened to pet sounds. I know. Enough, and I don't know why. Cause no one's heard that record. I know. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Nobody uh, well, let's move. Well, give me your subject. My subject? Yeah. Um, my subject was, my topic is this. I'm interested in, we were kind of talking about this uh, area a little bit before we clicked the record button, but the um, when you had your restaurant right which has now been closed sure. for how many six years six seven years and like yeah. two weeks something like that yeah but who's kind of yeah um, exactly seems like about six years ago yeah yeah do you i mean people still know you from that right and recognize you about town and whatnot right sure do you aside from the work itself and the being there, all that stuff, like, do you miss the notoriety? Do you care? Is that a factor for you and your feeling about it? It's an interesting question because, because it is something to, I mean, you know, you're welcome. Thank you. I wasn't exactly (laughs) JLo. Although in some ways, sure. In many ways I am. Um, It's no, I, I miss, <laughs> I take that back. I miss sometimes there are perks that come with that. Sure. You know, that were very, very nice. You know, there's no doubt about it that it is, it is, uh, uh, invitation know, to Elizabeth Hurley's Christmas party. Exactly. There's a little bit of preferential, you know, treatment and things like that. Sure. sure. I get that. Uh, and, and, and people, and I also always say, Yes, I've been stopped at places where people have said things. I can't think of one instance where it was a negative experience. Mm-hmm. People have always been very kind. People have been very um, respectful. Mm-hmm. You know, at all all through owning the restaurant, after the restaurant, and so forth. And that very much um, uh, appreciate. Um, so I've never felt. I have never once felt uncomfortable. Yeah you know, buy it or anything like that, or felt that it was, you know, uh, uh, in any way, um, invasive or yeah. put in, 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 in at all. Uh, and so, but having said that, and, and, and what we were talking about earlier, I think it truly, truly helps that the notoriety came much later in life. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen when like my first job out of right. college or like very, you know, all of a sudden, boom, there's this success. It's like, no, I actually worked, you know, 50 different jobs right. prior to this and, you know, and enjoyed like it did also, it wasn't like, okay, oh, I'm happy now. And I wasn't happy then. Right. Like, no, I was a happy person then and, and liked what I did and, and then moved on and, and did those things. So it was right. always, um, I think that's incredibly helpful. I knew that, you know, obviously, you know, intellectually enough that this, this kind of thing is fleeting right. and ridiculous right? Uh, as well. Um, you know, but it is, it's incredibly, at the same token, it's an it's it's a lovely ego stroke when people still recognize you or say I miss you or say you know that was you know a great restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the question? 
<laughs> what if when they say don't skimp on the tomatoes? Exactly. Well, that was really just that was you. Yeah. <laughs> and and yet I still, you know, I still yeah. put up with you. So yeah, uh, so yes. Yeah. Uh and and there are certain things like you know, I miss just seeing like people and, yeah, and just sure. being able to have those conversations and being in a place where, you know, I could easily see them. Uh, yeah. Almost no, you know, little effort on my end to actually yeah, like I'm sure. here. So that that's part of it. Um, yeah, but the actual and, and certainly the note right. It is absolutely, uh, uh, you know, ebbing. And there, the, you know, that no yeah. doubt about it. And, it. and and where it really was the most you know not not slap in the face but the most like concrete like oh yeah this is nothing in so many ways was Wrigley Field and okay. being out there and so you know we're very quickly realized yes have a following and a very loyal following but very small yeah and, you know, when it's like, and people would look at it and go, I don't know what that is. And that was the majority of people visiting, you know, the bleachers. Yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah, that's true. It is a really hyper-local, yeah. in many, many ways, uh, you know, notoriety. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, um, you know, and, and I also know, feel pretty confident that that, is going to be the only time where that level of notoriety is achieved mm-hmm. in, in, you know, in my life. I'm certainly positive. Right. <laughs> sure. Look, things could go sour. Sure. You, know, you, you never know. Sure. Uh, I was like, telling, uh, you know, my brother about something, something was happening. And I was like, look, just make sure my name isn't mentioned. You know, I don't want to hear brother of hot dogs. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, that would be bad. Really, how does this reflect upon me? Is, right, exactly. is the important thing. Um, but it's a strange, yeah, it's, it's, there's also a big part of me feel very lucky too. Like, that was it. And it's like, as that fades out, it's like, that, that's fine. That it's yeah. not nothing like is going to sort of rear its ugly head, yep. uh, kind of deal, or like achieving the kind of notoriety where one then now something bad happens because that that's common, right? You know, and then now you're known for that, right? Sure, you know, so yeah, well, okay, yeah, interesting. I miss more the the paycheck more than the, the understood. Yeah, right? no, yeah. I just <laughs> about, about the uh, about that notoriety that. piece and the ebb and flow of that thing. So yeah, it's a it's a it. Like I said, I think so much of it, the ability to hand to, not that it's hard to handle, but the ability to look at it rationally, uh, comes yeah. with age. Yeah, sure. I, I feel a lot of it, like knowing you know, how much happened before that. Right. Where it wasn't and how, and also you keep it in perspective, like, yeah, that's cool. And it's fun. And that like the, those things are great. Does, doesn't put food on the table. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's also really helpful. How many friends I had prior to this. Yes, I'm sure. And who are still my friends. So I'm right. still, you know, I always, you know, I, I, I love the example that you said, you know, when some, someone said, oh, you know, hot dog. And you're like, yes, I call him Doug. Yeah, so, right. Exactly. Right. And, and still like the vast majority yeah. of my friends are from prior to the restaurant. So that, right. that also helps. Yeah. yeah. I miss the, uh, the group and you know the the you know the naked photos sure. and just the right. girls you know yeah. that kind of thing of course you know, naturally that part that yeah exactly but even that get out in here is hey, thank you you're exactly right yeah All right yeah, anything you, you else more topics i have one more that's uh we're gonna switch gears a, a tiny bit oh. i think uh death Oh yeah, sure. It's one I've been putting off, not putting off death for a while. I have been putting off death for a while, but putting <laughs> off the discussion of of this. Yeah. Uh, and much more the my firm belief that there needs to be a structure put in place for safe, humane, respectful euthanasia. Mm-hmm. For those people, whether uh, mostly elderly 
but anybody with, you know, a debilitating, uh, uh, disease, you know, fatal disease, yeah. that there's got it, that we need to really look at this and say, just what are we doing here? Yeah. I mean, people are allowed to make people at any point. Right. Right. And still so far we can eliminate the making of a person, you know, early on. Yeah. I mean, I think I used to not really get it at all, but I think more and more I, I understand it and I agree. And I think it's not only, illness based right the the rationale there's a valid rationale for people like everybody's gone like all my people are dead right and i'm 95 years old and like i just right what am i doing i'm i don't want to do it anymore or whatever and And i like i think there's an argument to be made for that that's a scenario where you should be allowed to wrap it up on your own timetable and in the way and then maybe you feel the uh you know you're feeling the physical things and stuff. And you're like, I don't want to be the last person at my own party. Like I don't want to. Right. And it's, and also, right. And I, so I think it should be sort of, I don't think it would be wrong to celebrate it as we celebrate a wedding or a birth or any other, you know, life achievement like that and, or an anniversary, you know, an important anniversary. Yes. It's, it's, I've seen, and it really started with, you know, to be perfectly frank with watching my dad, um, you know, who lived 91 and a half years of, of, of really enjoying everything and being this very vital person and watching him over six months. Right. Just, you know, the, the amount of pain, suffering, indignity that he was you know, suffering at the end. And he was in a facility that couldn't have been nicer. Right. That was well attended, well appointed, you know, there's slightest, but it's still, I would sit there and watch this and just think this isn't my dad. This isn't, this is barely a person. Right. At this point. Um, And this kind of the idea that we can't, as human beings make this decision on our own and just say, time to wrap it up. Yeah. Like, let's go as opposed to just sitting here. Look, I like to watch TV. Right. I can't imagine spending the last six months, six years of my life sitting in a chair, just watching TV because I can't do anything else. Right. Just sounds horrific because you're just, you're waiting. Yeah, you're just waiting to wake up, and I just I don't understand why we can't get past this idea mm-hmm. and just say, look, people should be allowed that opportunity and that 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 structure, that facility should be there for people. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I think. There's probably a lot of reasons. I think one is probably right selfishness. Like people don't want to have a hard, understandably, have a hard time letting other people go, and they don't want right. them to be able to go if they if like. I don't want you to go if I don't want you to go. Yeah, shouldn't be your choice. Of course. I yeah, agree. and to be perfectly honest, there's an element of this that the resources and the time and the money right. that is spent yeah. on the last, you know, six months yeah. of a person's life when, which would be fine if there were unlimited resources, but there aren't. And when we right. can't, you know, when you can't get, you know, pre-cancer screening for, we won't pay for that for a huge segment of our population right? or basic dental services yes right for so many people and and vaccines and so forth for so many people yeah but yet we'll spend this kind of time and money yeah 
on on just these there's a lot of right there's a lot of weirdness and inconsistency and and you know in that stuff and then you've got you know there's unfortunately there's practically speaking there's also financial incentives for people to oppose this idea right you know oh absolutely there are major industries yes that are uh that you know look at this and and as as under the guise of you know florence nightingale where you know dream was like yeah are you Right. Is that really is that really the humane right way to do this? We don't we don't treat our dogs like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you know? it's I don't know how it is in uh like what the attitudes are about this in other countries and stuff like that, but there's, you know, there's cultural elements to it that I'm sure are unique to or you know, sort of tied to our country's culture and just the way we view life and age and death and things like that, right? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of stuff bound up in that that I think is you know, is a factor in how people think about this stuff. Right. I, I'd like to. I hope in my lifetime that that. We see a change. In, I, I mean, I know we got to get New Jersey. I know, seriously, man. I know it's 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 close by. Yeah, you know, much much. I'm much closer to that end than yeah, than right. the, the the start line. That's for darn sure. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But it, it, yes, it's needless to say, it's a it's a it's funny because it is obviously I've had that on the list for us to discuss for a while, and it's always you know it's a hard thing to discuss, and it shouldn't be. And that's part right. of it. I think that's part of the well, deal. It's like, we're all going. Well, I think that's part of our you know. culture, right? It's like people don't yeah, absolutely. like to face up to it. They don't like to talk about it. People don't like to really uh, think about their own mortality and that this thing is finite and stuff. And it's, uh, right. I don't, I don't think it's, you know, there's no, uh, on, on the one hand, there's no reason to, to dwell and obsess about death and stuff like that. But at the other time, on the other hand, like it's probably not super healthy or particularly useful to, you know, to ignore or deny or whatever that it's happening and going to happen. Right. Like it's probably right. much and I think it, to have a, a reasonable acknowledgement and respect and interaction with it and then get on with living. Right. Precisely right. I think that the, this is, you know, would be the antithesis of dwelling on it. Yeah. Like we take that aspect out of it. I mean, it's sort of like, you know, doing your will and your, you know, like your, your, well, you, you yeah, do it yeah. once and then it's done and then you, you go get on. The number of people like that are resistant to that just as, absolutely. So it's like writing some right. shit down on a piece of paper. It's not like, yeah. it's not, it's not putting a curse on yourself that you're going to die <laughs> soon. It's just, <laughs> going to, right. but yet people treat it but, like it's that. I know, but you are going to, there's very few, because I thought the only person who might beat the odds yeah. was Dr. Herb Sohn. Yeah, and, right. and he, you know, so now, you know. The, him, and my, him and my Aunt Francis, right? That's were, right. That's exactly right. And it's, it is, you know, the, my favorite. Uh, I love the sports, you know, a uh, uh, little metaphor. You know who's undefeated? Father Time. Yeah, right. You know, exactly. and it's, uh, and it is, you know, it is absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah, and it is one of those things like, look, we're all going. Yeah. Let's go. Look at let's look at it much I would like to see it to be looked at much more matter of factly, much more as much a part of life as like buying insurance or like paying your rent. Yes. It's like this is what you do. As an adult, you you put this plan in place. Yes. Well, I it agree. Would be, it would be fine. I remember visiting my dad, and when he was, you know, sort of this, and it was an incredibly nice nursing home, but it, I would just get, every time I went in, I got more depressed, just realizing, it took me a little while to realize, no one here is smiling. Yeah. No one here is like, oh, this is, I'm happy to be here. No yeah. one. Yeah, just basically a waiting room and an incredibly expensive, <laughs> absurd, right. sad, 
yeah. unnecessary waiting room as well. Yeah. 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 I get it. Yep. Uh, and I think now it's time for the philosophical question of the show, which Let's you would think that. we've already been handled, right. but we'll switch it up. Sure. Um, we have intro music for this, right? Do I need to pause for a moment? We're all good. Yeah, just give it. There we go. Okay. Uh, does observation alter an event? Oh, sort of well, like it's like if you throw the pebble in the ocean, the ripple, does sure. that change, you know, sure. future future events and some of that came I, part of it was spurred on i reread um my favorite book time and again by jack finney and that's one of the things where the guy goes back into time and does that person you know being in an event or observing an event does it you know change the history of, of something happening yeah um And that's part of it, but I think there's also the bigger question of just is that sort of the philosophical conundrum of well, is is you observing it part of the event? Are those separate? Mm. Can those two things be separated? This is a real like uh, Columbia University like Thursday afternoon <laughs> philosophy. That's right, baby. That studied in that didn't go to waste. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, you get your money's worth there. Um, <laughs> Darn tootin'. Well, I think this kind of goes to the idea of like, is there objective reality or is there just a, a bunch of, you know, have a bunch of individual perceptions? And then maybe they're sort of mostly generally agreed upon, right? Right. I mean, I think... I guess it depends how you, I don't know. I don't know intellectually how to break that down, but like, uh, there's a tree outside the window, right? And a leaf is falling off the tree right now. Yes. So the fact that I'm looking at it changed that leaf falling off the tree. I mean, on some level, I would argue, no, if I looked away, if I closed my eyes, that leaf is still falling. Correct. The path of the leaf and the fact of the leaf falling, but like, and where it lands and so forth. Right. Yes. So on some level, like in a, and then the old woman who slips on that leaf because you looked at it that way and she breaks a hip. Nice way to go. My fault. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, That's what we're really talking about here. But I think (laughs) that's right. You know, so like on some level, I feel like there is some of there is objective reality um, that's unaffected by observation right um but then right you get into the philosophical support well what is reality that's your reality and so if you observed it it changed you but it did it changed the event like what is the event the event is only exists through you and your perception and blah 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 so i don't really know how to like unpack that um i guess it depends i would have to think about like a specific example um and maybe that would help what do you think my answer is no. Yeah. It doesn't alter the event. I think that that, even this, the, the pebble and the, the ripple in the stream, pebble in the ocean, whatever, it's so, it's so minute and right. the effect is so minute that it is virtually non-existent. And I don't, because 0.00001% is zero. Right. At that point. And I just think that these things happen and things happen. And I think that we agree upon what happened because I think that's the only way we can get through our day and get through society and make sure that, you know, and take care of each other uh, properly and get, you know, get to the next day. Um, But I I don't, I don't think the observation. On a related note, it's been interesting. Like I think lately there've been a few in the last few months, there've been a few, incidents with like where something came up about some historical incident and you know like ba and beach and my brother or whatever we're talking about it and you know we're now old enough that some of these things are pretty far in the past like we're talking about things that happened like 30 
40 years ago or whatever. Right. And like, I mean, this is more about people's memories and the way our brains work and stuff like that. But it is interesting that like events that we were, you know, we were involved in in different ways, but like we were all kind of there. And the perception of those things, you know, now filtered through years of your memory and stuff like that, like can be pretty different and you i mean that was true that's true a day after or an hour after the event or whatever right it isn't like, the movie like seven samurai it's like right. the one event but here's seven different right. interpretations or viewpoints of the event your, right and then you sort of you so you keep sort of extending that those you know differentiations and memory you know through all these years and you get you can get pretty different results and it's interesting the things that we see where there's um commonality in the way we remember things and where it's totally divergent and it's it's i was just talking about this the other day with somebody Uh, there's a kid who lived in my dorm in college who was like a state senator or something for a while around here and he was i'm assuming he wasn't a state senator when he was living in your dorm at college although that would have been impressive and then somebody my brother came across his name somebody mentioned him recently through work or something like that anyway my brother was like oh yeah you know tell him that i said hi he'll probably remember me or my brother but like you know i was talking to another friend who also lived in the dorm recently like he'll be like you remember you know dave who lived in next so and so and i'm like literally have no idea no mental image the name doesn't mean anything to me <laughs> None of that means anything to me and and i'll be like i remember blah blah who lived down the hall and he'll be like i don't know who that is like right same hallway we're talking about the same hallway yeah. but the things we remember and don't remember are like wildly divergent yes I mean, I for me, I, at least I get to blame the weed. You, I don't know. No, uh, no but yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I don't, and also find that right, and that that's a whole another topic about you know, like how you're what specifically you remember, and and yeah. you know, a lot of things that people will say in college. Hey, do you remember this? Is like sounds plausible, but right. in a lot of events that I couldn't would not be able to put in chronological order. Yeah. Right. But that's everybody. But I think that the, I think that's a little different in the sense that yeah, but that guy is still a state senator these days. I mean, it's not you know, uh, uh, it didn't change, right? Alter that knowing that, and I think we can agree, all of us, that yes, he did live in that dorm, right? And then he and he is a state senator, right? Right. Yeah, in that sense. Yeah. yeah. It's uh Yeah, it's interesting. I think Yeah. I mean, there's a um right, so you can get into the philosophical argument about like what is reality and blah 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 and that's, you know, that's right. like a thing worth unpacking at some point. But, oh, that uh, that's episode 29. Right, over some <laughs> over some beverages or whatever, but Right. Um, yeah, it also suggests another interesting topic, which is like, you know, the sort of... Um, is this a tease for episode 26? Maybe. Like okay. the sort of level of influence that, that many people, and I think this is uh, in a lot of places. I'm not a like a, you know, expert anthropologist or whatever, but I think I was talking about this with somebody recently, like that. I think in particularly in America, like one of the sort of cultural values is control or um, influence, right? And like we think we're in control of our lives and we can uh, we can solve this and fix that and do this and do that. And like I think right. the illusion of control is an interesting thing. And so when you think about like does observation affect something, I think we think we affect things through observation or other means a lot more than we I mean, we probably right. affect them on some level, but like the the 
degree to which we affect them might be, we might be a little confused about what's really going on. Correct. And I always bring this up at, especially at like, uh, sitting at a baseball game. Baseball game. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like, Oh, you're jinxing. I have to watch or I can't watch or I have to Right. Or I'm going to jinx. You don't talk about the no hitter. You'll jinx it. And it's like, that's a little arrogant. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I think that you, that that guy on the mound, who's like, who has no idea you're here, does no idea that anybody's here at this point is like you're you're jinxing it yeah yeah good right. luck with that uh and that may be a good place to stop all right it may be you can email us it may turn out that it's not it, you never know it's <laughs> we'll find out <laughs> oh, I, I don't know how actually we won't uh, right exactly. no not at all uh email us oh, at nick and whoop, whoop, speaking whoop. of emailing us yeah yeah uh, let's give a shout out to our listener kevin we have two listeners. Uh, we have another one who I sent, uh, who sent me a video of the case of Hot Dogs the Movie, which I autographed and sent back with some other swag, and his name's escaping me. It's probably here on my... Uh, okay. He said he listens to the podcast, so we're up to two. Two, baby. That's nice. That's nice. I think we might have three. There is some, at least we... Right, because I think Susie listens sometimes. There's a few people who... Go, All right, we're up to three. We have, yeah, we have more than one, but I, yes. Uh, yeah, Kevin's given us a lot of good feedback lately. Yes. I appreciate that. And it was a, yes. Likewise. Obviously. And it was, it was a good me. And I, I, I appreciate you uh, responding to him and I'll say it now. I know he said good things about uh, uh, the movie. So thank you. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. So a shout out to uh, uh, the director of the film. That's the right. Yeah. Christopher Emmy, the Emmy award winning Christopher Marcos. That's right. Email us at nickanddugs at gmail.com. And yeah, don't follow us on the Twitter or the Instagram because you'll be disappointed. Really on there. You're telling me. Unless, you're, uh, unless you want a Zen experience of like the nothingness. And... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, you got anything to plug? Absolutely for not. You? All right. Uh, thinkjerky.com. It's good oh, yeah. and good for you. I haven't had that um, in a while. That is good. I, do I got more. Something. I got plenty. I'll get right. some. Let's hook uh, it up. Remember, kids, don't litter. Be kind to those less fortunate than you. And as always, keep up the good work. Oh, and wash your hands. Practice social distancing. Wear a freaking mask. Pick up after your dog. Vote. Yeah. And again, the speed limits on the streets and highways are still in effect. Mm. Until next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.